just a little after 3 o'clock. Welcome to the podcast edition of today's show. The show is on Q105. By the way, this weekend for Mother's Day, we'll be doing Mother's Day throwbacks. Songs from before you were a mom. Ja Rule, 50 Cent, J-Lo, some Blink-182, some Sync, all that fun thing. All, that, all those fun things beginning tomorrow at 5 o'clock after we do Manny's Mix. Um... We're awaiting Bethany, and uh, there is no truth to the rabid internet rumor that Alex couldn't be on the podcast yesterday because she was too hungover from opening day. <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't necessarily hungover. My body felt the, the pain of like being on my feet and being social all day, if that makes any sense. Like The next day, I was like, oh my God, I was so tired when I woke up. And then I could feel like where my legs were still hurting and weird, like my arms and my shoulder. But um, I don't know, like an alcohol hangover. I've had those before. That wasn't so bad. What about you? I was about, I was very tired yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it was an alcohol hangover. It was, and it wasn't like a social hangover. But it was it was it was everything. It was a little bit of alcohol, a little bit too much socializing. It was a lot of mm-hmm. walking, like on my mm-hmm. feet all day. Um, hi, Bethany. Hello. <laughs> hi. We're glad hi. you we're glad you could finally reach the table where you sit <laughs> uh, to join us. Did you need a phone book? Uh, no, I was stuck in Gurkyville, so. Oh, okay. Well, welcome to the podcast. We are delighted to have you on with us. We love you. Can't can't wait to to shoot the stuff. To, yes, um, Alex. I did message Maj last night, and I said, "Glad you're alive." And she had, <laughs> she had a a comment like she had a she kept she probably kept going on uh, Tuesday night. Did. Yeah. So. I think but, I think she did because she was with her friends. But you know, we did we ended up having that meeting together yesterday, so good. it was actually really funny because like I left Maj at like eight thirty in one condition, and then saw her not even twenty four hours later, and her and I both were like had our professional hats on, looked completely different. No, none of the however many people on that call knew what went down the night before. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. Bethany, That's when you know you're a professional drunk. That's right. <laughs> I, I I mean I never I don't know I I, I guess age has caught up to me uh, the liver just can't crank it out like it used to or whatever mm-hmm. it was but if it's a hard night like I need I need to recover um, but even that even like in my when I first moved here and I got involved in some of the heavy drinking activities the next day my voice would sound like I was sick or <laughs> I had a cold and then I and then I I I was drawn to the limeritas and sugar headache hangovers. So, Bethany, we missed you. I I missed you too. Well, I what happened? I don't I don't think I was. Pre- oh, you're talking about opening day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. You don't do those yeah. kind of things, right? I I don't. I try to avoid that. I mean, every once in a while, like I went one year, I went down there. Um, but it usually falls when I have to work, and it's just too complicated to try and show up. So I enjoy, I love Mud Hens games. I enjoy them on the weekends, but when it's during the week like that, I I can't do it. It's just not something you would prioritize to take off work. Correct. Yeah, they're, they're always they're always on on a work day. People just take it off. It's kind of like an 
it's an official holiday for the heavy drinkers and partiers. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, if it was like an 80, 85 degree sunny day and it was like glorious, I would be more tempted. But I knew that it was going to be cold and rainy and I was like, absolutely not. You know, it didn't get it didn't get like that until the game started, really, because it was yeah. it was a pretty manageable day. And this was my favorite opening day ever, just because it was like opening day light. Bethany, it was more like a. It wasn't busy in the bars no. during the day. It was it was busy, but it was not packed by any means. It was more like a Saturday night in April kind of. Uh, yeah, and that that would be way more my speed. So I probably missed an opportunity to yeah. enjoy opening day. Yeah, like we were bouncing everywhere. We were. It was nice. And I had no idea. Uh, Bethany is a big fan of a big fan of Megan, and uh, I, we saw Megan outside of the Dirty Bird. And I and she saw Proctor, and I was going to introduce Megan to Alex, and lo and behold, these two are like old big booby buddies. I I could have I thought you knew that. Nope. Oh. Bethany. Yeah. Yeah, I just know that I, she was excited. She didn't have any responsibilities. Megan. Megan was. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, she asked the same thing of me. She's like, "Where are you set up at?" I'm like, "You're looking at it. We're mobile. That's what happens. <laughs> when, that's what happens when you change the logo and rebrand the radio station in the middle of a pandemic. We don't have a tent." So, Eric, you yep. totally knew this, and you forgot. This is how I know you knew, and you forgot. The last time you and I really hung out together for a long period of time was Pride a couple years ago, and that was like the first time we really hung out together. And I remember I saw you and Megan at the same time. Megan ran to hug me, and you're like, whoa, (laughs) how do you know this girl? Do you not remember that? I don't remember the Megan part. Yeah, Megan was there, and she like it it was like I walked into Pride, because that was when Allie came down. Um, and I walked, we walk into pride and I see Floyd, you and Megan all at the same time. And we were all coming from like different areas, um, to greet each other. Okay. Are you, are you saying that's the last time we hung out, hung out? Like, like in a social out, like besides not in our homes. What was hamburger Mary's? Well, Uh we didn't, we, we didn't, I didn't like drink that day. Oh, so are you talking like excessive drinking hangout? Got it. And for a, and Hamburger Mary's was like dinner, a couple performances, and then back home. I feel like we were at Pride from sunup to sundown. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like we were we were there for a while. Let's uh, let's proceed to the next social outing Saturday night. Bethany, I was. I was bullied into making sure I have this thing on Saturday night. You can thank, mm. you can mostly thank Maj, who is basically taking over entertainment duties and bartending <laughs> duties. She's bringing games. She's bringing some kind of sour thing, drink that I, a Texas sour. I don't know. And so, a kikuchi board. A what? <laughs> a charcuterie board. It's charcuterie. Charcuterie. <laughs> Alex. A charcuterie board. <laughs> Bethany. It's a joke. It's a joke. I know it's a charcuterie board. I love charcuterie boards. Why? No, there's, I don't... Nothing, there's nothing I love better than sitting down to crackers and cheese. Okay, and let, let's and break break. this down. So <laughs> Maj kind of bullied Proctor into uh, into making mm-hmm. this because she show, he showed her one he made, and I don't get charcuterie boards. Like, people have been buying trays like that at supermarkets for decades. Now, because they're yummy. Wait, now that it's on a piece of wood, it's charcuterie. Shut the fuck up. It's, First it's, of all, it's always been a charcuterie board. 
And don't get sassy just because I know you're not a big cheese person. I do. I, I do like the cheese. Like, they taste great. Like, I'll nibble at the hard salami and the other stuff. But, my God, put it on a fancy piece of wood and all of a sudden it has a new name. Like, you just didn't get a party platter from Kroger. But we're not yeah. talking about a party platter from Party party platter from Kroger. We're talking about you can fancy those things up. You can get brie. You can get the real fancy cheeses. You can get the fancy nuts. You can get like we're not talking Ritz crackers. We're talking like so fancy crackers. So this is really go all out for these things. This is the kind of person I am, and I have no shame in my game. I will get. I will go to Costco and get a fancy looking one on a, in a plastic container, go home and get my like fancy wooden stained and sealed. I will replate the hell out of that shit. I do the same thing if I want to like order Boston market, but make it look like I cooked it myself. (laughs) I don't care. No shame in my game. Hey, uh, check this out, everybody. They bought some Oscar Mayer turkey and rolled it up. It's a charcuterie board now. (laughs) (laughs) So do you, so, okay, so Bethany, so you seem into this. Do you want me to see if Proctor will make this Saturday night? Because I need help with what we're doing. Uh, well, I mean, people will show up. Uh, we'll play some play some games on our phones like we did last time. Outdoors Uh might be available. Amanda seems really stoked and to bring her badminton over. Um, but things to, oh, cool. consumables. I'm looking for help with consumables. Well, I told you I would make my weenies. Okay. Ooh. Um, what about sweet consumables? Is that like not a thing? Like candy? No. Like, do you no, like, like um, brownies or cheesecake or? I, 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 this is all up for discussion. This is now the planning committee for the party. Because what I was going to do is I was just going to order some pizzas, maybe from Mama Mary's or Big Slice. Amanda had suggested <gasps> maybe do oh, Big Slice. Um, like she found cowboy caviar, which is just kind of some kind of like salsa rigmarole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just I just needed some input here. But it I sounds mean, that, like that sounds all like- sounds great. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me run a couple of, um, we just can't do the candy corn. Um, I've explained that to everybody. I was for it. I was for candy corn here in May, but it's just not going to work. Um, Maj and Proctor, and, and Alex, maybe you heard them talking about this. There's something at Toledo Spirits, and Bethany, maybe you know. You put some flowers in your mouth, and it kind of numbs your tongue, and it's it's part of drinks now. What? Say What? <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> I, don't, I do not I don't, know this sorcery. I don't. I don't. The only thing that they were talking about with drinks is like the stuff you add to the rim to make it spicy. Okay, I thought they mentioned something else too. And there's all these things in drinks that aren't like liquid. Um, and I think. Well, I mean, I know and, there's edible flowers, but like I that, don't necessarily that want something that's gonna make my tongue numb. Okay. Well, I guess I'm just using that from a jumping off point to get to the lavender lemon drop martini. And it uses lavender buds that are muddled. Mm. Um, that sounds incredible. The mm. me, uh, I have several options, so we'll we'll take votes here at the end on the planning committee. The lavender <laughs> lemon drop martini. So I need culinary lavender buds, syrup, lemon vodka, lemon juice, and a lavender sprig. Next up, the cherry blossom teeny. Have a uh, sake. Triple sec, 
cranberry juice, lime juice, and orange bitters. I mean, you're speaking my language. Okay. Two more here. The Hello Kitty vodka Thai Koo liqueur, which is some kind of Japanese what? liqueur, um, lemonade, and a citrus twist. Thai Koo. Yes. It, it's, it's a pretty unique-looking bottle. Let me pull it up here. A fruity soju liqueur in a glowing green bottle. It looks like a lava lamp. Oh, I'm loving all of this. Well, we're going to pick one. Uh, and the last oh, thing, okay. sorry. And the last thing is a cherry moon, which is cherry vodka, lemon lime soda, grenadine, and we garnish it with a cherry. Which of those yeah. four? Which of those four? <laughs> all right, Candace, calm down. Just, you know, we're just a couple of days from Saturday now. Which you guys, of those... this is going to be my first, like, adult party outing without my child. Ooh, this is big. Oh, my God. Now big. the pressure Candace is on. Is Full force. I'll I'll send these uh, I'll send these to the planning committee for further review. And I was planning <laughs> on Saturday and grabbing all the stuff. The only thing I was worried about getting apparently, I lavender buds are sold in Kroger and Thai Koo liqueur. That might be a problem, but I'll I'll check. I'll run around on Saturday to get all this stuff. But it sounds like I'm at least in the right ballpark, Bethany. Right? Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. I would be happy with any of these. I think my initial gut reaction was to go with the lavender lemon thing okay but i would be happy with anything alexandria i mean you put it in front of me and i'll drink it i don't i don't know <laughs> i've i learned after hanging out with maj and proctor which was my first time with both of them i am like a basic bitch when it comes to drinks just put it in front of me and i'll drink it so whatever you pick <laughs> Okay. What's the I'm what sure was the alcohol it, for the first two? I know it was vodka for the last two, but for the first two, what was it? Uh, the lavender lemon drop martini. By the way, you're getting this all in solo cups because I don't have uh, like nice. glassware. Oh, uh, nobody's trying to break a glass. Okay. Um, <laughs> and and I have the Libby. I have Libby and IKEA glasses, or I've had them over the years. And if they, if water hits them the wrong way when I'm cleaning them, they break. That's right. Um, yeah. Lavender buds, that. simple syrup, lemon vodka, lemon okay. juice, and then the uh -huh. cherry blossom teeny, ironically, doesn't have cherry. It's sake, triple sec, cranberry Ooh. juice, lime juice, and orange bitters. I'll pass on the sake. Okay. What is sake? It might depend on what it. you can get, too. Like, what does sake true. taste like? Mm. Sake just tastes, to me, it just tastes like warm rubbing alcohol. Mm -hmm. But I love it. It's like hot dog water. I'm like, I don't know why I love it, but I love it, especially hot sake. What? Usually mm. cold sakis, you can get like different flavors. I but like. I'm just like a straight up warm sake. I don't know why. It's just comforting to me. It tastes like nothing. Like, just, mm -hmm. it's gross, but I like it. Should I get like an alternative? For alcohol, like any, like a case of beer. Alex, you said you like Coronas, right? Uh, Thomas likes Coronas. I do like Coronas, yeah, but one of us is, only one of us can drink, so. Mm. Which one will that be? Probably me. Why don't you Uber? We could. We All could. Right, we'll give that some thought. <laughs> um, also, going back to uh, to downtown for, for a moment, um, Alex, you're not much of a downtowner, so what was your take on some of the places we were popping around at? So I am actually a downtowner. I just haven't been in ages. Like well, all, that, yeah. 
okay. I had a I had a good time. It was nice to like when we went into Cock and Bowl. I haven't been to Cock and Bowl in years, but when I went, I was there all the time. Um, so it was nice to like walk around and be in a different environment than where I'm what I'm used to and like the atmosphere and the energy, um, even s- as small as what you guys say it was. It was pretty cool. It was cool to go to different places and see different crowds having a good time. I'm so glad we were able to uh, get a seat at Souk because I've only been on their patio once. And I was so glad to sit in that. That was that. Like, I love that place. I love that place so much. And I, I knew that um, Musa was going to make it great. And it was going to be arguably the hottest new spot downtown. But... That's one of the only places I haven't been yet. Is okay. So, Bethany, I'm just going to. So this is I love I like Souk. And Musa was really nice and handsome, by the way. Mm, good for him. Um, but when we sat in the booth, the tables are a certain height. So they're a little taller. Like when you're sitting in a booth and the tables are a little taller, Bethany, you'll appreciate this. Problematic. No, you'll appreciate this. Literally my boobs were sitting on the table with my hands. Like they were resting on the table with my arms. Cause that was just (laughs) like, that was the height they came to. That was the amount of space you had from like the booth to the table. It wasn't uncomfortable for me, but it was just like, they were just like, hey guys. So that good thing it so wasn't funny. cold in there. Um, uh, yeah. well, but <laughs> it was hilarious. Boy. <laughs> I was like, here, let me help you clean the table. I'll just move from right to left. There you go. You're welcome. Oh my God, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I can relate. It was, uh, it's funny. Alex is never out of wedding mode, so we went into Souk. We were just we were just bopping around at that point. I just wanted to say hi to to Musa at that point, who is my old my old neighbor, um, and I'm I'm just catching up with him. And Alex is like, "Does he cater? Does he cater? And I'm like, "And this is my friend Alex. She's on the podcast with us, and she'd like to know if you can cater her wedding." And I was like, "By the way, do you cater?" Right. He was cute. He's like, uh, mm-hmm. he like just nodded his head like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll help you out. That was like a, yeah, I'll help you out. <laughs> but it was just, it was, it was interesting. It was nice to meet him though. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good guy. He really he is. is. Um, all right. So I think we, we've got Saturday mostly buttoned up. You will have to review the drinks. And I just texted Proctor to see if he can bring his board and, you know, we'll, we'll go from there. There, there will be alcohol and, and really that's all that we need. So, um, exactly. I have I came across this today. So lots of habits have changed in the last year. Um, eating, drinking, the pants you you do or don't wear. But another <laughs> thing I came across was um, people seem to be showering less. And it would have been great to have Philip on because I guess people do shower less in mm-hmm. the UK. I guess we we over we're, we over hygiene. We overdo hygiene here. And, and I mm-hmm. guess there's some some proof, and maybe you ladies know about this. Like, you don't need to shower and use soap on your skin every day because it, it takes some of the natural oils from your skin. And I'll be honest, um, in the darkest days of winter here, um, I went like several days at a time, sometimes without showering. So what about you guys? Okay, this is really funny that you said that because I was thinking about this today. Like, I used to be that person that had to shower, had to shower every morning. Mm. Didn't even want to do it at nighttime. Like it had to be in the morning. And I don't know if it's Miss Rona or mom life, but I haven't washed my hair in four days. I think I've like actually taken a shower two days ago 
Like my I'm my showering habits have completely done a one eighty flip. Like absolutely. Good for you, I girl. Not, Liberation. Yeah, and I I know that like it's better for your hair because you're not stripping the oils as much and all that kind of stuff. So like I'm hoping that it will help because postpartum I lost so much hair, like I have huge mm. bald spots and it's really disgusting. But yeah, I just don't like it's not on the top of my priority list anymore to to take a shower. And it's not like I like I'm I don't smell. I'm not unclean. I just like I I don't have to shower as often as I used to because I'm realizing that I was doing it out of habit rather than necessity. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, it that 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 is completely true for me. I definitely definitely shower less and wash my hair even less less <laughs> quick note i don't I'm, I'm thankfully not a smelly person like even after i i go to the gym and um i bethany i used to be like you like i needed i thought i needed to take a shower to start my day and yep. i don't anymore most of it most of it was that was because when i was doing the morning show i was getting up and i wanted to get any extra sleep i could get but um mm-hmm. i don't need that shower yeah, anymore it. alex what about you so I, I mean, I think it's kind of known that like women shouldn't shower every day because it's bad for our vaginal health. <laughs> um, is, is that, or maybe it's the complete opposite. So don't quote me on it. Somebody, somebody look it up for us and tell us. All but, the vagina experts out there. Get to us. <laughs> but do you remember the fact I told you, by the way, at, um, on opening day, it grossed you out and I was really happy about it. Anyway. I, so no. much was discussed. I do remember that. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I don't like I don't think I ever fell into habits. I usually never showered in the morning until a couple years ago because I wanted to give myself as much sleep as possible. Um, And then a couple years ago, I started to take colder showers to help with my like to help me start my day and my anxiety. And now I just wash my face with ice cold water. So now I'm just doing that. But um, I do still try to take like a shower every day. It just depends on like how tired I am and like how my day went. But like Thomas and I are really funny. There are some days, it's usually around the weekends when we're not going anywhere that I'm like, hey, you didn't shower yesterday. And he's like, you didn't shower yesterday. I was like, we're fucking bums. Good for us. You know, like we just like make fun of ourselves and just find it to be funny. Um, But no, I don't think we subscribe to anything that says like we should shower every day. And I think that in the last like 12 months with how things have changed, we have kind of changed that. Except, you know, like when the pandemic started, I started exercising like daily and I don't like to I am like a gross I sweat in like gross places. So I would take a shower every day so that I could kind of clean up myself. Yeah, if I exercise, I definitely have to shower now what I don't because I feel gross. What I don't do because I have a one privilege of being a person of color is I don't wash my hair every day. And like sometimes I will go like two weeks without washing my hair and like keep the same curls in there and just put it in a bun. Um, that's when I'm being lazy. But that's also a part of like my mental health. Like so the, the folks around me that know what to look for if I'm doing OK or if I'm just having a harder time, like maybe not getting rest or maybe more anxious or more stressed is if I'm taking care of myself. So like. You know, did I get dressed today or did I just throw on some sweats, put my hair in a bun and not wear makeup? And if I'm doing that for consecutive days, then they know something's up with me, you know? Alex, you said you use cold water on your face. What is the temperature of your showers? Um, hellish. So like burning pits of hell. Lucifer is my like father. 
like just see i like uh i mean i like my showers warm but not really really hot (laughs) no give me i've been and i'm also we're also in that in-between season where it's cold so like yesterday i was freezing cold so i went and took the hottest shower possible and literally sat down in the shower and just stewed in it and thomas thought i was insane but i was just like i'm so cold i'm so cold and i had to stay in there for a while so that when i got out of the shower it warm it kept me warm for a while apparently my uh my hot water has turned up as high as it will go in the new shower and it's a little disappointing because it's it's hot enough. It's very mm-hmm. hot, but I want it even hotter, like <laughs> where I have to turn it down, and it just doesn't get to that. I've also noticed, and this is probably because everybody's plumbing is connected in the condo. It's it's a different temperature at different times of the mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would I would like it to be that much hotter. I want to. I wish I couldn't max it out because it was too hot, but I do. And sometimes I re- raise it. I put my hand on it and I try to move it up even more but I can't because that's as hot as it'll get you poor thing I know I know um the uh there was a story today in the blade by uh my friend the candy corn princess Sarah Elms at the blade she did some digging and uh we have a reasonable idea as to why the FBI was asking questions about Summit Street. And they spoke to councilman uh, Rob Ludeman and no specifics but Sarah dug up, so a lot of utilities and lines and things underground needed to be moved. And in the city charter, it says that if you own the lines, you're responsible for paying for them to be moved. So you're talking like AT&T, Verizon, Edison, I think Columbia. But there's also cable lines there, like Buckeye. Buckeye Mm -hmm. asked for the city to pay for them. Um. And that might be what the issue is. I think it costs like an extra $10 million for that. It's a, it's a really exhaustive story that, that Sarah did. And people on Reddit are already ratcheting up the hate for the blocks and Buckeye. And I get it. And other than that, it doesn't... I mean, maybe there is more... There's more that's nefarious about it. But maybe it's just that. But it is that at this uh, current point in time. And... Maybe the other places didn't pay for their own stuff because uh, Buckeye, I guess, more local than some of the other places, was like, hey, you pay for this. And the city was like, hmm, okay. I mean, maybe there's backroom politics involved of the city that wants to be nice with the Blade and and Buckeye because this is all Solheim Cup oriented. So maybe things dig a little deeper into those ends and maybe it's not so evil at all. But the FBI is here to find that out and that's basically where it was. So it's not what we would have guessed. We were guessing for at one point. <laughs> that's nowhere near what we would have thought. I'm uh, thinking someone's like embezzling money or something like that. Like, something right. Totally <laughs> something interesting. Well, right. may- maybe there is some kind of more devious money thing going on where that $10 million, like, cause again, these places, it says in the city charter and, and or the city code, municipal code, Sarah got this says, if it's your lines, you pay to move it. Mm. Um, she, she, or whoever else worked in the article didn't get comments from the other places that had utility lines. Again, the AT&T, Verizon, those places, 
Maybe because they just don't care and it's such a small fee in how massive their budgets are. But Buckeye's like, hey, we're, we're, dirt, we're dirt ass cheap. You pay for it. Maybe because they asked, the city was like, okay, fine. Even mm. even though they didn't have to. So we'll see what more comes out of it. But that, at the moment, is what was going on with the FBI at Summit Street. Interesting. Good to know. Mm. Um, there is uh, there's a story from South Carolina. Sorry, there's not much super local stuff. Um, actually, first, Bethany, did you figure out Mother's Day yet? Um, like figure out what I'm doing for Mother's Day. Your very first Mother's Day, and how you will, uh, how you might do anything with Betsy and uh, whatever Josh's mom's name is. Um, Josh's mom is Julie. Julie. We saw her last weekend. Okay. Um, and Josh is currently working on building her a wooden, um, like, uh, it's not a rocking bench. It's a glider, a glider, mm, a gliding mm-hmm. bench. So he's currently working on building that from scratch, which is going to be forever. But um, for my mom, I did get her something. It's more a, a, from Madigan. Um, but I did figure that out. I don't know what I'm going to do, though. I mean, Josh works, so I'll probably hang out with my family. But I don't have any, I don't have any big plans. I'm really, like, eh. I'm bad at these kind of holidays. What? Well, you're hey, it's have, your first one. Yeah, you're gonna have to get good at this one. I know, but like, what? Like, what? What do you do? You do you know brunch. I mean? like, you go. There's. I saw there's a uh, some kind of Mother's Day pop up at Tremainsville Hall. Swanton of all places is doing like a Mother's Day mimosas. Oh, Swanton has a downtown apparently, and it's like mimosas <laughs> and Mother's Day. I mean, there's there's a lot of things. Go- the zoo has things, so you're gonna have. I would to get- love to find some place that has mimosas. I will send you the link for for this thing, and you can you can do something with Betsy. Okay. I'm down. Alex, are you doing anything with your mom? I don't know. I, I asked her, you know, what she had an interest in. I, I don't always leave it up to her, but sometimes I, like, miss the mark and, like, do something that she just has no interest in. <laughs> I normally get her whatever. Um, I get her flowers every year that stay out on her patio all year round, so I don't get her, like, a bouquet. I get her potted plants. Um, yeah, we do that for Josh's mom too. She likes like ferns and stuff like that. Yeah, so I get her those. Last for the season, right? So it's like tradition for us to get her that. Um, but then we always like it. You know, it depends. It depends on what she's interested in. I think we went to Fowl and Fodder for breakfast the year before last. We couldn't do anything last year, and then um, my brother. So we'll do something with my brother. But my brother has a wife, um, so Michelle's Mother's Day and then Michelle's mom. So it's always complicated. Um, and, and this is also the first year, um, for Mother's Day that we won't be going to Michigan to see Thomas's mom. So, um, I know that there will be some emotion, so it'll be pretty unique cause you know, Thomas's mom passed this I can year. Help, I can help him with that. My mom's dead too. Yeah. He, I, I mean, good luck with that. He's, he's, he is a complex human being. So I, it's hard to tell how he will be feeling, um, yeah, it's hard to tell because he he tends to feel his emotions where I either just run from them or like hurry up and like like let them out and replace them with something else. That's hey. good though. It's healthy to have emotions. And it especially is for a guy because guys normally bury all that stuff. You know? It nope, not him. Well, that's good. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. It'll be an interesting Mother's Day. Um, 
There is a, there's a thing on Twitter. They they intercepted a discussion between uh, me and Josh. That's Ruby the Corgi's dad. Uh-huh. Um, and how lovely was it to meet Ruby? Isn't she a doll? She is sweet. She's so she was so cute. Yeah, downtown is so much cleaner because of Ruby picking up all the trash from the night before. <laughs> um, they're called Brewski Bites at Brewski Bites Pet. Um, I think her That's name is right. Katie, and yes. they're at Handmade Toledo, which apparently Maker's Mart is going on as we speak. They're they're virtual again, and Handmade is kind of like the the HQ for for Maker's Mart. But Brewski Bites are at Ernest and Handmade, and they make treats out of the same thing they they make the beers at Ernest with. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking the boys can now drink with me. So all um, oh, that yes. Yeah, Tucker, need, Tucker needs something to chill him out. He so does. Kate, he does need a downer. Katie is actually a friend of mine, and I remember oh. when she first... Ah, she is. I was so excited for her when I saw that yesterday, although Brewski Bites has been, like, they've been, she's been doing these treats for over a year. I remember when she started talking to us about wanting to do that. So um, Katie and Kimberly and Desmond, that that's, like, my group that I would spend time with, so... I was really happy to see that, and she's she's such a local girl, so she really does. She has like um, products that she'll make that support Toledo, like she, you know, in Maker's Mark, and she always markets them. And she really loves Toledo, and she works for ProMedica. She did at the time, I, I believe she still does. And so Katie's wonderful. Good for her with Brewski Bites. Awesome. Now that I think about that, I think they were at. It was one of the dog events that was at Walbridge Park, and I can never remember the name of it. I think they changed the name of it a couple of years ago, but it was like right before the pandemic, I think, mm-hmm. or like it was like the last dog event that I was at, but I think they were there. Cause I think I remember them handing out and they were talking about how it's made out of like the leftover, like stuff from the yeah. beer. And blah, yeah. Blah, blah. So I bet that's who that was. And they yeah. were really good. Tucker loved them. Yeah. Yeah. Katie, she's, she's really sweet. She always has a Halloween party every year when she used to live over here in Beverly. Um, and she was so like creative and like the, what we would do and having fun stuff every time. I think there was one year where she got like a pill that like, um, it was, you could buy it. It wasn't like illegal, but it would change your taste buds. So you would, if you would normally drink a beer, it would taste sweet. That's like the thing I was talking about, the, the, the flower thing. Yeah, so she she would get and she it would be like a game on like which pill you got and what it did. It was it was really fun. Before we get back uh, uh, back out of drinking again, I did make myself a note. Those drinks that I sent does I, I had another note for myself to look up peanut butter based drinks. D- does that do anything for anybody? So I'll I'm okay die. with that. It wouldn't be like my first go to, but I'm down. If we want, if we want to take a trip to the hospital or to the a funeral oh, home for right. my death, then sure. That's right. Zero right. peanut butter allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can have it. You had peanut butter at your last party. I thought. I mean, it was in the house, so you oh. didn't die then. But we'll yeah. we'll play it safe. <laughs> um. So th- I love this. You guys know that I have some very uh medieval mindsets about me when it comes to people dying. Um, like your machete that you wanted to get? Not a, no, machete that that that's that's more like Jason Voorhees 80s modern. I I'm, know what you're about to say. I I I like how they kill people back in the day. 
guillotines. And I'm all about being uh, having someone drawn and quartered. What does that mean? That means they take off your arms and legs, and they also strip out your insides. And many times, if you're lucky, what they'll do with the remaining slab of your body is tie you to the back of a horse and drive you through town. So I'm all about that. I, I think that stuff would be a great deterrent um, towards uh, towards potential criminal behavior. So in Mm-mm. South Carolina, they're ki- uh, considering for, I think it's it might be green reasons, environmental reasons, Instead of using, oh, and they're short on drugs, they're considering <laughs> using a firing squad, which, fine. Now, listen, uh, you could sit here and go, you and Alex are hypocrites. You said criminals, you know, have mental issues. Uh, yes. And I'm not backing away from that. But um, there are some people who are just, you know, vicious, evil human beings, and mm-hmm. uh, they, 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 they have to die. And, and I, here's my stance on the death penalty. I am for it in the sense that I would like the person, the prisoner, to have a psychological evaluation. And I want that psychologist to determine what would be the the harsher punishment for that inmate. For me, you'd be doing me a favor by by killing me. If you told me I had to spend the rest of my life in jail, no way. Make sure you take the sheets out because I'd hang myself. So that's how I am for the death penalty. But if we're going to do a firing squad, we're not that far off from some of the other things that I really enjoy. I can go for a good hanging. <laughs> so the firing squad, Here's like the- when I, I, and first of all, I think they already passed that. I don't think it's a good. consideration. I think they, I, I saw this yesterday and I could have swore I read that they actually inevitably passed it. My concern is like, how are they going to determine that they actually take somebody out right away? Because you can still have a firing squad and survive. Like 50 Cent got shot nine times and he lived. Um, but um, I am not for the death penalty And I think we've talked about this, like I'm not for the death penalty because it does like there are those folks that are like, I would rather die than stay in jail. And I'm like, nope, you stay your ass in jail. I would like your living conditions to be on the cusp of inhumane. I know this sounds awful considering like what I support, but I think it's easier for somebody to die than it is for them to live with their consequences for the rest of their life. And I feel like you should live with your consequences for the rest of your life. So I don't love I don't love death penalties no matter how like vicious it is because the end result is you die i hope you're not my judge if i ever come across yeah, you, your court you're damn straight <laughs> um yeah my i mean of course like if you're really a hardened criminal if you really did it like i'm, I'm not coming to your aid but right. i just i've heard so many stories about people on death row that are innocent and and things like that but it's like it's 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 one thing that you can't go back on. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you sentence somebody to the death penalty and you kill them, and then you figure out that they're innocent or something like that, like, I don't know. There's well, just it's hold on. It's, let's, it's let's, too much of a of a no, no going back for me. I think. Totally valid point, and I think I just saw a story like that the other day. And so many people who were on death row were were convicted decades ago. Where mm-hmm. like DNA, we don't even have those letters in the alphabet. So you're mm-hmm. totally right. But Bethany, let's say you knew they did it. Like, talk to me about firing squads or other. Like, would you throw? Like, how about this? A moat of alligators. <laughs> well, I've I've always had the opinion that uh, you should be punished with the same. An eye uh, for an eye? Exactly. Whatever you did to somebody, they're going to do it right to you, if not worse. And uh, 
so but yeah I, I agree with you like the death penalty some people would probably be like oh thank you like yeah you did me a favor and i exactly really want right. that you know what exactly i mean like right. i don't want them to have an easy out i, would I mean totally, like i i want them to suffer like their their victim suffered i would televise these uh these elaborate executions as well i would do pay-per-view um, get some of the money back, like just how we should tax, like how we tax weed and how we tax gambling. You know, you're paying thirty nine ninety five to watch this person get executed via uh, a joust with uh, a legendary knight, per se. Mm, um, toss him in a barrel full of acid. <laughs> yes. But I, but I, but but no, like you know, Bethany is right. Like I don't know, not to say that I would ever do something like this, but like. You know, if I've already committed to committing some, some serious crime, I'm not going to be afraid of like a quick death. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's I'm not going to be afraid of it. Like, I'm just like, fine, um, I would assume. And I think and you that, have those, like, go ahead. Oh, you have those psychopaths, like legitimate right. psychopaths that consider that like the highest honor because they're a <laughs> martyr or something like that. You know what I mean? Like. That's that's their end goal is is to die like that, and it's just make, make them live in twisted. prison for the rest of their yeah. life. Now I'm not talking about some like a KGB prison that they've got like Nilvanian or something like that. I I mean you know still like some humane living conditions, but nothing that they nothing enjoyable. Like you know what I mean? Nothing that they just like can kick their feet up and live with like a roof over their head and food for the rest of their lives. I mean yes they'll have food, but doesn't make their living circumstances enjoyable. It's like they're suffering the consequences for the remainder of their life. And I'm talking about people that do like heinous crimes. I'm not talking about Correct. the Same. dude that got pulled over for a pound of weed. I'm talking Same. about like Dylan Roof committed literal yeah. motherfucker. Crimes. Yeah. Um yeah. people who uh knowingly stay in the right lane when they know that there's a green arrow and they're, they're they're not turning, they're going to go straight and they're backing up everybody else who wants to turn. Those <laughs> those people let mosquitoes eat their dead bodies. Now, sometimes there's one lane and it's a straight lane and a turn lane. And now, what are you supposed to do? You can't help it if you're if you have to turn. You you need to not be in that lane. You need to be a courteous driver. To your fellow drivers. What, and go straight and miss the turn and no, go way out of the way no, just no. so that you can keep going? You should be in the other lane. Similarly, how people, if you well, make... Sometimes there isn't another lane. It, too bad. Um, get out of oh my, my way. Oh. Um, I will watch the Volk, the vultures pick at your flesh. Um, I wish Philip was here. We can save this story for another time because it'll come back up. But this this is quick nerd stuff. Um. So, Ta-Nehisi Coates, who is a, a brilliant black author, writer, thinker, all these things. And he's written a lot of comic books. He actually kind of revitalized Black Panther maybe five years or so ago. Now, um, he might be the greatest living, uh, active black thinker that we have. And I guess uh, under J.J. Abrams and Warner Brothers, he has been tasked with creating some kind of new Superman movie project. And there's some imaginative ideas going around about it. And one of the ideas is that Superman will be black. In the pa- And Michael B. Jordan has already spoke to this. He's like, I, it's not me. Maybe it should be because he was connected to it in the past. Mm. Um, 
I have, uh, I've always been against that. Not to rehash this, I like the Miles Morales treatment. Just create a new character. And apparently, my nerd friends have said, there already is a planet of, like, it's an entirely black planet, and they have a Superman, so just pump that character up. But you know what? Superman is so uncool and so not a part of pop culture right now. Do whatever. Like, maybe doing unconventional things to who arguably the greatest superhero in history you know he needs something else to make him more interesting and a part of pop culture so let let this team have at it <sighs> i figured the black part would hit you alex <laughs> well because this we know i mean those who listen know how i feel about this we've talked about it especially when like bridgerton came out it was a catalyst of this conversation in that like I'm on both sides of the fence because I like I understand, you know, why they would want to consider like a black Superman. Like, I agree with that because Superman is, like you said, arguably like one of the best superheroes in, you know, comic book history or whatever. So playing that role when it's done right, by the way, playing that role when it's done right is really an honor that black people don't get to have. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And should it be that way? Should it be that this character is only played by a white person? Um, that's why I'm just kind of like, mm, you know, um, and that's it. That's really all my, okay. but that's just my thoughts on it. Okay. <laughs> Bethany, you probably don't have any thoughts on it, which is totally fine. Not many thoughts. I'm not, I'm not in the Superman. Um, and they're in okay. That that's the point. He, <laughs> he's not interesting. Like there, Superman hasn't been a thing in pop culture since probably the uh, Christopher Reeves movies, which are now like forty years old. As opposed to yeah. like for the most part, everybody loves or has some kind of connection. They have a Batman, or there's something about Batman that they like, or they wanted to see Joaquin Phoenix play the Joker. Like, nobody cares anything about Superman. And if all of a sudden you got, I can't think of anybody, uh, Alex, at this point, who isn't a black actor who other who, other than Michael B. Jordan, who's, uh, pick one of our favorites. Who's our guy? Who's the? Um, Abdul uh, Yaya. Pick him. Like, if he gets cast as <laughs> Superman because he's on a hot streak, maybe it pulls people who have never been interested in Superman before. Like, sure. Bethany... In because this person has been doing some great movies. And you know what? With how uninteresting and uncool Superman is right now, it's time to take a chance, perhaps. I, I do Superman think, DC, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes. nobody cares about DC. <laughs> so I do think that um, when they, and obviously the Black Panther has always been black, but like when the Black Panther came out and Marvel investing what they did into it, it really brought more black people to the Marvel table to really enjoy more of the stories and more of the film. So I think that made a huge difference in how they made the Black Panther. Um, and it could do the same thing for Superman. Uh, it, it could. It could do the same thing for Superman. I think of uh, when they were considering Idris Elba to play uh, James Bond, and everybody was like up in arms because James Bond is too precious to like touch. or too, And it's like, so then he'll get something that's less precious. Like, okay, well, we don't care about that. So we'll give him this. You know what I mean? I, I just, I don't know. I just, I just disagree with it. I know that I'm in the minority of that opinion, but <laughs> I just like, mm, I mean, I disagree. I, like part of me feels like it would be cooler for them to dig deeper and look mm -hmm. into comics that are like 
are already African-American characters and mm-hmm. bring those to light mm-hmm. rather than just put a black person into what's been a white role. Right. I don't know. I just, I feel it's like rather than trying to yeah. reinvent uh, a character that everyone already knows, like I want to see new, ca- I want to see new comic books. I want to see new characters or characters that haven't been brought to the surface because mm-hmm. they just, it hasn't been the popular thing. Like I would that that would be more meaningful to me than just redoing Superman. Marvel's doing that with Phase Four, um, mm-hmm. with some of the different colors of people um, from comics that are very new. They're they're some of these these characters are less than twenty years old, and they're bringing them to the big screen, and they they don't look like the people. Um, who are comic legends, who are just mostly right. white males. And that's fine. And I, th- I think that's cooler because that's what it's, it's meant to be. That's what it was written for than mm-hmm. to try to just redo something that people already it's a, know. It's definitely know. a, it's like a complicated issue. It, it is a, com- yeah. it's even a, I feel like it's even complicated for you guys to like talk about it. You know what I mean? Cause you don't yep. want to see, yep. but it is, it is, it really is. And it's like, you don't want to seem, you don't want you don't want to make it like you. We have to keep us in this bubble where we're only playing role. You know what I mean? Where where black people are, exactly, we're only right. we're only playing roles that are meant for black people. Like you don't want to keep us in this bubble, but at the same time, changing things like like Superman and James Bond and whatever other major character, you would literally be rewriting the way that that stories are told or the way that stories are expressed. The James Bond thing is is not the best example at least for me because if it was mm-hmm. if Idris Elba did play Bond, it I would have seen the movie and I've never seen a James Bond. And James Bond has all that, that role has turned over for mm-hmm. for decades now. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like one static actor where one day we're going to have a very big Iron Man Tony Stark Iron Man Robert Downey Jr. problem. Mm-hmm. So hopefully for Marvel and Disney, he ages well, and all the past drug use doesn't come back to end his life early. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's a it's a complicated issue, and many places yeah. are doing better with it now. In fact, um, I think so. On HBO Max, they're doing a Green Lantern Core TV show. Hmm. Their shows so far have sucked. Let's see if it, it, so. It's not just the Green Lantern who the character is. How? Why can't I think of his last name? Um, that Ryan Reynolds played in the movie. It's like that group Ryan Reynolds was a part of where everybody looks a little different. In fact, probably the second most famous Green Lantern is a black guy named Jon Stewart. And Zack Snyder actually shot some some footage <coughs> with um, a black, an unknown black ac- actor for, for what I know um, that didn't make it into the movie. So there is that out there. And it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see. I think they're making a black actor a black character, the centerpiece of that show. And it'll be interesting to see if that has a smaller but still positive Black Panther effect where, look, that character always existed and there are always black Marvel comic fans, but black people never thought that Black Panther would be on the big screen. Um, To a smaller degree, we'll see if that has that same magnetism when that character ultimately makes it back into the mainstream of pop culture again. I think it just, sometimes it, it like, it becomes like an overwhelming issue or like a, a like a huge mountain to climb when you're when a you know when you're considering a black person in a role that you would literally have to rewrite you know like history and how the world has viewed this this um character and it can be it can be challenging and something that 
folks are like, it's not worth it. Or, you know, where like as a, maybe as a black person and, and, and as other black actors, I'm not an actor or an actress. It's like, we want to be able to play a role like that and have the opportunity to enjoy that moment also. Um, and then I mentioned this a long time ago, um, that like some of the other like stories, you know, say there's like a, a certain genre of movies that always gets nominated for Oscars and Golden Globes. And you always expect somebody to be a winner. You know what I mean? You know, like a, a movie about Alan Turing or, or what have you. Like we would never, black people would never get to play in those roles because historically we weren't, that wasn't us. But then that means that black actors and actresses and other minorities will never have the opportunity to be nominated for something like that in that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like then that's why some of the... Um, some of the award shows are always like hashtag so white because it's like it's the white roles that dominate those storylines. It's the vote. It's the voting and the voting and the, yes, <laughs> and I the academy. I didn't know who the fuck Jack, uh, Chadwick Boseman was until he played Jackie Robinson, and I don't know what big awards. I don't think that won any Oscars, but I know it was revered mm -hmm. and critically acclaimed, and it got probably lower level awards. So mm -hmm. that's more a vote. And I've never, I've never seen that movie just because I had. I studied a lot of Jackie Robinson when I was a kid, and I've had my fill of it. Like, yeah. I like the stories that I've read about and what I've what I've been told, um, so I didn't want to see it. But he was great in that movie. So, like, no white person ever is going to see that. You just need different colors of people to vote that into better awards. But that that like we said for the beginning of this year, these awards are dumb now. Like, who is like who gets? I get it. These are not. Yeah. Yeah who are these people? Like, let's see who these people are. Like what makes these people an expert to vote on such a prestigious honor? It mm -hmm. would be like mm -hmm. if, um, I was selecting who got into TSA. I have no arts or educational background. <laughs> What's your basis of judgment? Right. <laughs> I mean, Understood. Understood. I, you, I, no, you're right. You are right. So, um, well, we got to wrap up. Bethany, where's, uh, where's Maddie? She's at the babysitter because mm -hmm. I was at work today. How was uh? How she she's doing okay over there, right? Yeah, yeah. She was a little crabby. It sounded like this morning, but uh, hopefully she had a better afternoon. Maybe Uncle Eric will drop by tomorrow. We'll play a little Elmo hug. Oh, I have an <laughs> okay. Uncle Eric. What's that? I have an Uncle Eric. I love my Uncle Eric. Well, I'm not your Uncle Eric. That's no. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. We'll uh, I'll check your email for stuff, and uh, I'll see you Saturday night. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.